Hello and welcome to the Massive Attack 12 Days of a Cartoon Christmas Day 8. That's right, Day 8. We are so far, so close. It's getting exciting and we're talking about cartoons and it's Christmas and it's so exciting. Could we ruin this with a cartoon? We could, actually. Could we? Because today, sorry, I'm going to introduce you. (laughs) (laughs) You're just overexcited. (laughs) I am, I am. So... But before we get into that, with me, as always, my co-host with the most hosts is Joe Soap. <laughs> you made that a lot more harder than I'm, it needed to be. I'm right into the nog tonight, I can tell you now. You are. Well, it is the last Sunday before Christmas, so are, are you working this week or do you have some time off? I'm going to work. Doesn't mean uh, I'm working. See. No, I see. I'm, <laughs> I'm still working all the way up to Christmas Eve, so no holidays for me this year. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Enjoying my last. I was going to say you bust crazy. a crab from a, a Christmas Carol, but bust a crab played Flash Gordon, I think, as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I don't know. I don't even know my characters anymore. I'm a little bit drunk. I can tell you. Now. I, I don't even know who Buster Crab is. If you just said no, he, he literally is a black and white actor from the Flash Gordon serials. <laughs> is he black or is he white? He's a black and white actor. No. See, if, if you just said if you just said bust a blood vessel from the Scar Band Bad Manners, I would have known exactly who you meant. But anyway. Now I'm confused. This has gone <laughs> off the rails already. Let's go back to the cartoon. We are talking about cartoons. The cartoon yeah. we are talking about, the 1979 animated special that aired on December 8, and that's Casper. What was the actual name of this? Casper's Casper. First Christmas? No, Casper's First Christmas. So I think this must be his first Christmas after becoming a ghost. Okay. But do we get why you did? I don't think he ever no. did, did you? I think the movie with Christina Ritchie, they sort of explained it. He died the plague or something. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> Never in the cartoon. Never in the comic. As far as I know, just a dead baby. Not yeah. hot stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so does it start off with Yogi and stuff in the car? Yes, it does. Or does it start with, yeah, okay. So, it's, so it's a, it starts yeah. off with the sausage fest that is Yogi, Boo Boo, Snagglepuss, Huckleberry Hound, Oggy Doggy and Doggy Daggy, Doggy Daddy, and Quick Draw McGraw, driving in a old-timey jalopy, talking about how they're all going away for a Christmas holiday together. Yep. Anytime I think of Huckleberry Hound, all I can think about is that Simpsons episode where they did the behind the music type special with Huckleberry Hound coming out as gay. And since then, I cannot watch Huckleberry Hound in the same way. That aside, (laughs) that aside, yeah. Well, there's a comic. We talked about the Flintstones comic a few yes, years ago. Yes, we did. Yep. Well, the guy who wrote that, he wrote a Snagglepuss comic recently. It's all about him being gay in the 50s. Mm. It's quite subversive and cool, but yeah, but not as a joke, more as the, as, you know, yep. he's a playwright in the 50s and during that time. But anyway, very good stuff. Mm. I just want to talk about okay. anything else but this cartoon, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. So they get lost. They're on their way. They're singing a really shit song. You yeah, might have liked the song. I didn't. No, I didn't. It annoyed me. And meanwhile, while these guys are on the road, we cut to Harry Scary and Casper, who are two ghosts living in this haunted mansion, talking about how now that they're ghosts, they can't really do Christmas. And Casper's all like, you know, I want to put up decorations. I want to do this. And Harry Scary's all like, well, no, we don't celebrate Christmas anymore. We're, we're ghosts. We just have to go and scare people. But there's kind of a bit of talk in the background in the fact that the house that they're living in is condemned and it's going to be knocked down. So mm-hmm. they're going to have to go and find somewhere else to live and haunt people as well. But oh, yeah. So while they're doing all this, Yogi and his friends kind of 
rock up on the house and they're like oh, they well, get lost a- yeah on the way they were too busy singing a really shitty song that they got lost so instead of getting a map or asking for directions they find a dilapidated house and go let's set up here for christmas so well, they, they do they, squatters. it's snowing but there's a light in the window so they're like oh someone must be here we may as well just go in here they were hoping for rocky horror that's what they were hoping for maybe they were mm. so they set it up and they get they're very much in the christmas spirit so they set up trees they set up decorations they sing another shitty song it's all well and good casper gets wind of this goes this is fucking great i love it it's the christmas yep. that i wanted harry scary's like great people to fucking scare it's like the logic of everything mm. and there is that little bit of a, a typical cartoon trope where a couple of the people see casper and they're like well he's kind of cool but you know they see harry scary first and they're like oh there's this big really bad ghost there's some sort of weird being in this house and then the next person that sees the ghost will see casper and he's being all friendly and everyone's like oh he's not that scary he's only this little kid ghost why are you so scared sort of thing and then the first person to see the ghost comes back and they see harry scary again and it's it's very much much like the Sylvester cartoon with the giant, yep, the giant like the mouse, mouse and the kangaroo. The kangaroo. Okay. Yeah, yep. it's overdone, but I think maybe it is overdone now, but this was 1979, so maybe it wasn't overdone at the time. Maybe they're one of the first people that are doing it. I, I don't know. But it has Christmas in it, but... I don't know. It's just the whole premise of this episode is let's just decorate a house because we were going to go on holidays and here we are. But it's, yeah, I don't know. It just comes across that they haven't really got a storyline other than the fact that we've just rocked up here and we're just going to take over this house. Anyway, (laughs) but as it turns out, they make friends with the ghosts. They sing a few Christmas songs. They all, everyone's happy. And then Santa turns up at the end. Of course he does. Because you can't have Christmas without Santa. And Santa has obviously had some sort of talk with casper before this that we didn't know about because well santa have you got that present that i asked for and santa gives harry scary the deed to the house saying that he would never be able to get kicked out of this house again and they turn it into harry scary's haunting lodge and Mm -hmm. miraculously santa uses his santa magic and the house gets lit up with fancy lights and your neons out the front and stuff and everyone lives happily ever after yeah do you know why we look happily ever after i don't have to watch it ever again yeah yeah For nostalgia value in the fact that it has got so many of these classic Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters crammed into one episode is good. I I do like that about it. The music in it wasn't great. The animation is of the time. so Hanna-Barbera, yeah, but it's it's cheap and quick. It does its what it is. Yep. Yep. But yeah, there's no real character development so obviously you should know who all of these people are there's no new characters in this so it's not like you look at it go oh yeah who's this person why are they bringing them in so yeah it was what it was i don't think it was good i don't think it was bad i just think it was a 1979 cartoon yeah i don't know if it was bad i just don't want to watch it ever again (laughs) that being said though my 10 year old did sit down and watch it with me and he kind of liked it he was pretty quiet through the whole episode he wasn't asking questions which he has done in some of the other things we're watching but he he seemed to enjoy it and ironically my wife was sitting with us as well and when i made the fact that I thought that Huckleberry Hound was the gay character. She made a big deal about saying, are you sure it's not Snagglebush? Surely a, a giant pink lion wearing a cravat is a gay character. And they weren't hiding the fact that he was meant to be a gay character. So maybe that comic that you mentioned before is a bit of a, an, a known fact. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Like, it was fine. There's a lot of nostalgia there. And I used to love Hanna-Barbera cartoons when I was growing up because they were, they were very prominent in my youth because yep. they were always on. I did like Quick Draw McGraw and El Cabong, El Cabang, whatever his name was. 
Yep. But I, I used to think I used to like Oggy Doggy and Doggy Daddy, but not after watching this. I was like, oh, <laughs> shut up. You annoy me. Hmm. You're right. The cadence of his voice is rather annoying in the fact that he's always like, father of mine, can you do this? And he's like, yes, yeah, my son. I, I, and, yeah. I did like it. Mm. Yeah, not anymore. So yeah. I'll get to the point. <laughs> it's my attention span. I'm a grumpy old man. What's happened to me? I used to love all this stuff. Yeah, not enough explosions, apparently. <laughs> I'm a bit like you in the fact that I can remember liking Yogi. I don't think I ever actually watched Yogi Bear as Yogi Bear. I can remember watching Yogi in like Yogi's Space Race, and I can yeah, remember watching cool. him in, in Laugh Olympics. The Laugh Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other programs that were conglomerates of characters all thrown together, but I don't really remember liking just the Yogi Bear show. And uh, similar no, to that. him trying to get picnic baskets. It was the yeah. same stuff, yeah. Yeah, so I don't remember really watching any of the other characters in their own separate episodes. I only remember them mainly from the Laugh Olympics, especially. That being said as well, I don't think I'd ever watched a Casper cartoon before this either. I knew who Casper was because he's one of those characters that I think it's just everyone from our generation knows who Casper is. But I don't know why we know that. And looking at the cover of this on, uh, I'm on Wikipedia at the moment. And the cover of it is mm. got Huckleberry Hound, Yogi, and Santa doing something to a Christmas tree. And Casper's just jumping up with his hands in the air. He looks like a stripper jumping out of a cake. <laughs> <laughs> there was another cartoon that he did later on, and it was in the Space Angels or something. Yeah. So they're like space cops and a ghost, of course. Why yeah. not? <laughs> I don't understand. You just don't have to question these sort of things, I think. They just happen. Yeah. It just is. It's best you don't ask. So weird. Mm. So weird. <laughs> just having a quick look at Casper and the Angels on Wikipedia as well. That was actually in 1979 too. So it it only broadcast for a very short season of 13 episodes that ran from September 79 to December 79. So Casper and the Angels was around the same time as this. So Okay, and to say the premise? The premise is Casper the Friendly Ghost and two female space police officers called Minnie and Maxie uh, who patrol Jetson-style space city in their flying motorcycles in the year 2179. So, yeah. Naturally. So if you think ghost, of course you think futuristic space cops because oh, it goes with ghosts so well yeah weird i don't understand because it was a sp- captain caveman didn't he have like yes yeah, so again the future I, as well with space I, cops I don't know if he was space or not, but he definitely hung out with a, a few people. And Captain Caveman, I guess, was in Yogi's Space Race as well. But yeah, again, Captain Caveman was another character I don't really remember from his own cartoons, just from the, the conglomerates as well. So maybe yeah. it, it is that age thing. Maybe I'm just that little bit too young to remember a lot of these classic Hanna-Barbera cartoons in their true forms. But yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, it makes me nostalgic for it, but it also scares me off going back and checking it out. Yeah, sometimes so it's sort of, you can't go yeah. home again. Yeah, and sometimes you shouldn't. So, yeah, we're going to keep doing this every year. We're going to find something that we used to love going, mm, maybe not. Yeah. Not that I ever used to love Casper, but, um, yeah, some of the Hanna-Barbera characters I did have fondness for, but now I'm like, I don't need to see them ever again. Mm. Mm. Interesting point on the Wikipedia here. They talk about how the fact that one of the songs came from Yogi's first Christmas, which was a few years early, earlier than this. And they make a point on the Wikipedia about saying that Yogi and Boo Boo being bears shouldn't be celebrating Christmas because they should be hibernating at winter. So <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone's obviously got a little bit too much time on their hands editing Wikipedia. Mm. But apparently this, this aired on Network 10 here in Australia. I, I don't remember I- ever seeing it. So. Mm. Well, 1979, I don't remember, would have been Channel O back in the day. Probably would have been, yeah. Mm. But if you do want to watch this, 
We, again, got it from Dailymotion. It is also on a couple of the cartoon streaming sites. So Kiss Cartoon had it as well. So it, it is out there. It's probably something that some people like. I don't know. It's not for me. But as far as the tropes go, we had pretty much half of them. They, there was obviously a lot of decorating and tree trimming. There was a lot of Christmas present giving at the end of the episode. No one was really anti-Christmas other than probably... Well, no, what's that about redemption? You could Harry's say Harry had a redemption. Yeah, he did have a redemption, but no Christmas meal and obviously no religion. So, yeah, I, I really doubt that we're going to find a cartoon that actually has religion in a cartoon, but you never know. Well, we set up our Christmas tree this year and my kids are all like this and that. And we had the nativity scene. So we were putting that up. It's like, oh, we're going to put up the nativity. And my kids are all like, what, what? What's that word you just said? And it's like, it's the story of Jesus and his birth. And they're going, oh. And I said, oh, I think there's a rank and bass about the nativity. So there might be one we might look at one day and it's all religion all the time a lot of those rank ambassadors are so i think we'll hit them eventually there will be religious ones maybe really 12 days of religious tories i don't know mm, maybe. i doubt that i doubt we will but you never know you never know yeah all righty well that was day eight as we've said previous years they can't all be winners and this definitely wasn't one so until next time thank you very much mitch no worries see you tomorrow and we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye <laughs>